welcome to episode number 27 of The Playground Project with me, your host, Tanya Pomerantz. Thanks so much for spending your time with me on The Playground today. And if you haven't already done so, I invite you to share the podcast with a friend because it's all about inspiration. So it's The Playground Project, Purpose, Plan, Pivot. And during our episodes, our hangout time on the playground, we chat with incredible, inspiring, motivating, and just pretty darn fantastic people. So my mystery guest today is no exception. We met at Osiso. His name is Ki Jung, and I'm so happy he's on the playground with us today. Welcome, Ki Zheng. It is so wonderful to have you on the playground with me today. And I just want to give some context kind of to how we know each other. You were doing some volunteering, right? At yes. The, at OCSO back in, I think, 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yes, you're right. Correct. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. But we had such a, a nice time together. We were sitting very closely. We would yes. hear each other's conversations and we would have some really great conversations. It's just really nice to be talking again. And so the whole purpose of this podcast is to explore purpose, plan, and pivot. So you know, we figure out our, our purpose in life, we create a plan to live by that purpose, but then life happens and then we need to pivot. So that's what this talk, the hanging around on the playground is all about. And so we kind of go back in time. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a few questions Sure. and we can chat. Sound good? Yep. Sounds good. Okay. Perfect. So, first question, where did you grow up and go to high school? Okay, so as uh, you know, I'm an immigrant to Canada from South Korea. So, I born and raised in Seoul in South Korea. Okay, a lot of people may not know about the, the Korean kind of way of doing things. So, is it similar to, let's say, Ontario, where you have, yeah, you've got your elementary, you've got your middle school, and then your high school for about four years? Yes. Actually, we're going to start like um, elementary school for six years. And then mm-hmm. after that, three years for middle school, and then three years for high school. So, total, like uh, before university, like it's going to be like 12 years. Uh, we are studying in like a, like a elementary school, middle school, high school. If you're not going to private school, like uh, everything is free. Okay. Is university free? Oh uh, no, it's not university is free. So university, like you have to pay uh to, to mm. teach for university. So I cannot say most of Korean people, but like uh I think a half of Korean people, their parents paid for the university to teach it. Okay. So when you were there in high school, is it the same idea that, you know, you've got math, English, chemistry, all that kind of stuff? Like, what did you do really well in? What did you like the most? <laughs> this is a hard question. Okay, so um, in Korea, like, uh, we had been studying, like, English from the elementary school first year. And then it means that we have been studying, like, 12 years for English. But, like, mm-hmm. uh, when you met like a uh, Korean people, like uh, in my generation, like uh, they barely like speak like uh, English in speaking because like uh, we never learn about like uh, speaking, like we just like uh, reading and then just like uh, doing like a uh, multiple choice for the test, something like that. So at the time, like uh, I was a sick of the English study because 12 years, like it is a long time. So I don't like, at that time, I didn't like studying English. So what I like at that time, I love like a number. So I love like <laughs> math and science. Wow, good for you. And I, you know, that impresses me. And I apologize because you know what, as soon as I realized that I said math, English, of course people wouldn't be studying English necessarily. You would be in Korean for goodness sake. No, we uh, it's uh, necessary to study English because my generation at the time, like English is like a very, very important if if you uh, want to get a job in South mm. Korea. So English is like a first, not the first language, but like you have to study. Right. 
but it wasn't your favorite. Yeah, it wasn't that. It wasn't that because I'm really <laughs> bad. You know, like a, there's something like a funny story. Like a, we learn like English uh, from the textbook. So if mm. you meet like a let's say like Canadian first time, and then I should say how are you, and then they supposed to like answer. I'm fine, thank you. And you something like that. We run that kind of conversation every time. So I really remember, like, uh, when I went to the, like Japan, I met like a American guy, and then I talked to him like, uh, "Hey, how are you?" And then I was supposed to him to answer, "I'm fine, thank you." And you, but like he said, "What's up?" And then <laughs> I was really shocked because I don't know how to like say because "What's up" means what is up. So that's right for me. What is up? What what? Up is up, right? But why, like he said, just first time meet, like I say, what's up? Because I didn't understand at the time. So that's why, like, this is not good, like, uh, studying English at the time. Of course, maybe the other people can speak very well, but like for me, like I, I didn't like studying English. That's why, like, I, I had no idea about this one. Well, that and that's a tough one because that's not regular English that you would ever read in. <laughs> anywhere so that you know that's fair you know you graduated from high school yes. then you went to university yes. did you know what you were going to do after you graduated from university and what did you take no so in korean culture like uh, we should go to the university first whatever like uh, it doesn't matter any it doesn't matter to choose any majors just go to the good or popular university so this is like a Korean culture stuff. So uh, if you get the, like a good grade, but like you cannot go to like a very uh, high level university, it means that they just go to the, like a philosophy major in like a high level university. But like um, mm. in philosophy, like uh, I, I like a philosophy. People who grade a philosophy major, what they are going to do, like uh, how can they going to get a job? Because this is like, a, you know, like philosophy is not like a... Uh, not having to work at company, right? Private company. So, so uh, for me, like uh, it was not different. Like I was thinking, I should go to university, like a good university, and then like I don't care about any majors because at the time I have no idea what should I study. Mm. So I just go to university in Japan, not Korea. Oh, you threw me off there, Key. You threw me off. So you yeah. went to Japan. So you will know. <laughs> me <laughs> you get to know me like because at the time i didn't uh say that after graduate uh high school in south korea i went to a uh, university in japan hmm. i believe that it's pretty close to korea isn't it it's like a one hour air, yeah airplanes one hours like taking only one hours yes okay. but yeah yes okay. so there you were in japan yeah. Of course, I wonder, what did your parents think about that? Was that a big deal? Was that hard to do? No, good question. Okay, what happened at that time? I really want to go to the like university in the United States because I want to learn English more. So I want to mm -hmm. like, uh, speak English very frequently to like read like American people. I, I don't know because my generation, we are watching the, like a Hollywood movie. So we like uh, kind mm -hmm. of respect their cultures. I really want to go to the United States, but uh, my parents said like, uh, what are you going to do there? Like, because you have to learn English first and then you have to go to university again. So, and then I'm Korean people. So you have to go to the military service and then after graduate university in the United States, like just imagine like a whole, Old are you? And then at that time, my father uh, had own business with Japanese company. So my father also can speak Japanese very well. So my father suggested me to go to the Japan in uh, university in Japan because that university was international universities. So my father told me that if you're going to the uh, university in Japan, you will learn English and Japanese. And then just think about that you can speak three languages in South Korea. So when you get a job, like you don't need to worry about like anything. So just go to Japan. Ah, interesting. Because you would have preferred to go to the U.S. Yes. So when you finished university, did you know what job you okay. were going to go for? So what happened in Japan, I met a lot of international students. It is the first time to meet like uh, other people, uh, different colors, different backgrounds, and then different languages. So it was very excited to me like because like uh, I learned something from them. I learned cultures from them. I learned their languages from them. 
they are from Indonesia, Philippines, Australia, America, like New Zealand, and some other Europe countries like Spain. So it was very fantastic uh, and then great experience in Japan. So what I thought at the time, if I speak English very well, Mm -hmm. I can hang out with the people who can speak English very well at the time. I decided to go to the United States. Because other than the culture things, uh, language things, I learned some different like uh, view mm-hmm. in, in my mind. Because like when I was in South Korea, I just see uh, Korean cultures, Korean people. But uh, when I was in Japan, I see the other cultures, the other people. If I'm going to United States, I think I will learn many things in the United States. So I decided to go to the military service. So I stopped, uh, I denied the university in Japan for, you know, I was attending university for years and a half. And after that, I served the military service for two years and a half. Oh, is that required? Yeah, it's required because a Korean man, I mean, you you know, like uh, we have a North Korea, South Korea, so we still like uh, enemy each other. So that's right. why like uh, most every Korean man is like a uh, mandatory to go to the military service. So during military service, like uh, I really want to go to the university in the United States. So I studied English and also I studied like uh, SAT, SAT. So during military, military service, I studied a lot. And then after I finished military service, I got the admission from Indiana University. Mm-hmm. And then at that time, my father didn't want me to go to the uh, U.S. because it's expensive compared mm-hmm. to the Japan. And also I got scholarship in Japan. But like uh, if I'm going to the United States, there is no scholarship. So my father told me that I, I can't afford to pay the tuition for U.S. I told my father, OK, I understand. And then but like uh, I was really achieved at that time because I was feeling very achieved because I made it because this is my willingness to study English and SAT. And then I got admission from Indiana University, even uh, I didn't go there, but like I made it. And then mm-hmm. I was so happy. And But uh, my mother uh, persuaded my father and my father finally decided to uh, me to go to the uh, United States. So that's why I went to the Indiana University for four years and it was a great experience. So did you know what you wanted? You wanted to be basically? Yes. I want to be a, like a marketing expert. Okay. Because the Japanese company was really doing very good. So or maybe I'm going to study marketing and then going to be a marketing expert. Probably I can work in South Korea. So, so, so the Korean company will be very famous in the world, like a Japanese company. So that's why I thought. And then I went to university to study marketing. But the real uh, life is totally different than what I think. So, so I want to be a marketing expert. But and when I was graduate university, there was a uh, the Lehman Brothers is bankrupt. Was it uh, was a 2009? Uh, most company didn't hire like people, mm-hmm. so I choose company which is like a they call LG. So I went to the LG company, but it was not a marketing department. It was overseas sales department. Hmm, that's a big company. LG has lots of company. Like a parent company is LG, and then they have a, like a sister sister company. Like uh, I was in LG Chemical, so I have to selling the chemical stuff. So I'm not, I was not interested in chemical stuff. So right, that would be a tough one to sell if you're not interested in it. Yes. Uh, okay, so that's a bit of a pivot, and I have to ask because I need to get a little bit more clarification. When I think of math and numbers, my mind does not mm-hmm. go to marketing. So can you explain? why marketing would be a good fit with a numbers guy like you <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay that, that's good like a point okay so what happened in the um in the united states to me actually i was studying marketing but i like a number so i just switched my major as finance but i was taking like a finance at uh, the major courses actually i got i, I mean i got the like a very low grade <laughs> the tech uh-huh. course so i have to drop the courses and then I just go back, went back to the marketing again. Uh, because like, uh, I thought like I'm good at math and then I like a math. So probably the finance is related to the math. It was totally different. Like when you study finance. 
So that's oh. why. And thank you for that. Because again, in my non-math brain, <laughs> I automatically would have thought finance is... Kind of math. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, it's not. Yeah. I'm learning so much. So then how did you go from Indiana to Ottawa? Okay, so after Gluji, like I worked in LG uh, for years and a half. But mm-hmm. at the time, I realized that I didn't like work here because everybody told me that uh, in bad situation, you got a great job and then you have uh, like a uh, great salaries in South Korea. But like uh, I didn't hear about that because I didn't like work there. So at that time, I was thinking, what uh, should I work? for something I like it. And then I was really thinking about that. And then I saw iPhone came out and then the, like people was crazy about iPhone. And then they have a lot of like a application on the phone. So they can do like text message uh, as free and then they can do play games. So, and then when I came back to South Korea, while I was working in LG company, and then I was like really thinking to work for content business. So at that time, like uh, my uh, cousins told me that like, uh, hey, Key, if you like uh, work for content business, you better go to like a game company in South Korea because game also like one of the content. Mm-hmm. So at that time, like uh, in South Korea, online game was really famous. I decided to go to the game company, but like uh, I decided to go to not online, go to the mobile games. Because oh. I thought like uh, people will use the uh, mobile phone to play the game uh, because I saw the iPhone in the United States because iPhone was very like a sensation and it was like a huge million dollars they um, made the money. So I went to the like a game mobile game company and then I was working as a project manager. I was really enjoying the work because I don't know, it was a really great experience. The problem is that there's no work and life balance. I was working the 9 a.m. almost uh, 10 p.m. So when I came back home, it was like 11 p.m. And then just wake up like uh, 6 a.m., go to the company and then work until like uh, 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. That was my whole life for like uh, six years. At that time, I realized that even though I love working uh, for this business, but like uh, there's was no my life. And mm-hmm. I was really like uh, in dilemma because I was looking for work while I like it, but like now I um, love working this business, but my life is very hard. And then at the time I met my wife and then I proposed, uh, my worst girlfriend at the time. So I proposed mm-hmm. to my girlfriend and then my girlfriend told me that I will accept, but there's a one condition. So what is your condition? And then she said, if you get married with me, we are going to Canada. And I said, oh. why? Yes. So why are we going to Canada? And then she said, because I have a permanent residence card in Canada. So if like uh, the PR card like extended in Canada, we should live in Canada. And also she want to be a professor uh, in Canada, Canada University. So that's why like she was preparing for that. And then she met me. So at that time was kind of like a, not make sense to me because I have family here. I have a friend. And also I have my job, my career, everything is in South Korea. But yeah. the, how come like uh, we are going to just leave like a Korea behind, like um, just yeah. you know, left you know, everything. But I just say, yes, of course, because at that time I thought that she will forget uh, those kind of things because like life is busy, you know, but uh, when I get uh, married with my wife, I barely see uh, my wife at home <laughs> because I came back home 11 p.m. and then she was sleeping. And then... That's right. Yeah, so we usually hanging out like on the weekend. But the problem is that like uh, I'm a product uh, project manager, so if something happened to product, like uh, they call me even like even the weekend. So it means that like uh, I had a lot of stressful about this one. So after uh, one year later, after I get married, and then I uh, decide, okay, let's go to the Canada because hmm. I want to do something change. And then I need to change something. And I cannot live like this. And then my wife said, okay, let's go to Canada. So we decided to go to Canada, but uh, my wife got uh, a admission from Cartoon University for 
master degree. So, so she said, I thought at that time, uh, we were going to the Toronto or Vancouver, but like uh, she said, we are going to Ottawa. So that's why we choose to go to the Ottawa. But uh, before, to be honest, to before, uh, went to the Canada, like I didn't know about Ottawa. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about like, uh, Canada too much because I thought like, uh, Canadian people speak English. So I thought like a uh, kind of United States. Like uh, they are similar life or similar culture. That's what I thought. But uh, mm. since since I came to the Ottawa in Canada, totally different, totally different. I was realizing like between Canada and United States. That's a really interesting story. You know that makes perfect sense. Okay. So that's a lot of pivoting that you've done in your life. Mm. And so, what advice do you think that you would give to a younger key or a younger person just kind of starting their career? Can I share my uh, personal life? Because, you know, like we met five years ago and then during the five years ago, like everything's changing to me and to my family. So, okay. So uh, as you know, I was volunteer uh, as receptionist in Oshiso because at the time people told me that like you had to make like a network and then you can get a job because those networking will be very valuable to get a job. So that's why, like, uh, I applied to Oshiso, and then I worked there. And then, fortunately, luckily, I met you. And then a- after that, like, uh, I decided to study, like, uh, accounting in Carlton University. Okay. Because, like, uh, f- finally, I found my, like, uh, uh, like I like uh, studying the accounting. Nice. <laughs> finance and accounting, what is different between finance and accounting? Because finance is not more like a numbers. Well, accounting is more numbers. So that's why mm-hmm. like, I like it. So okay. anyway, so I studied accounting for years and a half in Carlton University after graduate Carlton University. What happened at the time it was yes. pandemic season. So like, uh, you know, like a um, company didn't hire anyone because of, like COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then I just got to graduate, but like I need a job. That's why like uh, I invested in my life to study accounting in Carlton University. But like um, it's a really bad situation to me. And then at that time I had a uh, second baby too. Um, Ian is my first baby, and second uh, uh second baby is Sean. So Ian and Sean they are they are in the world. I mean they are in the world. So I mean I need a, like income to support my family. And then I discussed with my wife, do I have to go back to South Korea because they, um, one of my colleagues still uh, calling me and then come back to South Korea and then you can work with, with us. So if I go come go back to South Korea, like I can still work. And then I, of course I also um, like um, try to uh, get a job. So I applied, uh, I think uh, more than 300 companies at the time. Oh, jeez. I just got one possible from Newfoundland and Labrador. So Newfoundland and Labrador. That, yes, so you that, were applying all over the place? Yes, because I don't care because I, I just need a job. So I can go anywhere. So that's why I applied many companies, many like a uh, province, like uh, even a Vancouver or like a uh, Newfoundland uh, Labrador, also Yukon also too, because I just need a job. Because like most company ask me, do you have a Canadian experience? Do you have a Canadian experience? I don't have a Canadian experience. How come I can I have a Canadian experience? Because you guys didn't hire me. I can not work, right? Mm-hmm. So I just need like a Canadian experience. So that's why I apply like uh, everywhere, like more than 300 companies. So I got like a one response from Newfoundland Labrador. Oh, it was a Northwest River. And then I, I had an interview. Uh, my owner was the Metis. Metis. Am I right? The pronounce the Metis. The the Metis. The the Metis. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, the yeah, indigenous Métis, people. Yeah, indigenous people, and then like okay. uh, mix the white people. So, um, and then the uh, ex owner like uh, was um trying to open the, their like a retail store and then gas station. So they need some account uh people, but like uh. That is really, really like a countryside and the remote area. So no one is coming there, especially including like Canadian people. So they are looking for like a foreigners. But I also like, a, even though I have a PR card, like a, they treating me like I'm foreigners. And then I said, look, I can go there. So I got a job offer there. And then me and my wife and then two babies. So I just driving to go there. It takes like a 25 hours to go there from Ottawa. And then we went there and then I realized that they have only like a 600 people live there. And then I can say like a most of them are indigenous people. So you know what? I learned cultures 
from about indigenous culture, indigenous people. <laughs> that was a, like a great experience, but like, but also really hard. Um, so I uh, when we went there and then I worked there and then there's no office. They have only like a container box and then there was um, our office. I work like as like a junior accountant in container box. So they are using only paper, not like <laughs> electronic stuff. So oh. I, I have to print out a lot of the invoices and then like uh, I have to like uh, write down everything. And like uh, as you know, like uh, they don't have any uh, grocery store. So if you want to go to the grocery store, like uh, there's only one grocery store in Happy Valley Goose Bay. So we have to drive uh, 40 minutes from our home to uh, get the Happy Valley Goose Bay. And they have only one grocery stores. It means that they dominate. Everything mm. is expensive. Like, uh, for example, the, we can purchase like a uh, bread, let's just say $1 in Ontario. They, uh, mm-hmm. they are selling $5. Oh. Even though they're $5, the bread is, uh, already past the expiry date. Oh, no. That, that's why, like, uh, uh, also really like, uh, we having like a very difficult, like, uh, life there. <laughs> and then I was like suspicious, like uh, if I working this company, like uh, can I move to the other company? Because I'm working as junior accountant, we using paper. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. So and then so at that time, my kids, my first son Ian, need to go to daycare, but like uh, they don't have daycare. So my wife was like uh, having hard time. So we decided to go to the move the other area. So let's go back to the Ontario uh, province. Oh. And then I apply a lot of company, but there was funny things. After graduate Cartoon University, I applied more than 300 companies, but I just got only one response. But at that time, I applied 20 companies. I got the like a response from the 10 companies. From 10? 10 out of 20. 10 out of 20. Yes. That's like, like 50%. Yeah. So like, that's why we realized, oh, they really need Canadian experience. Because at that time, I had only a month's experience as junior accountant. And then they get back to me because they want to have like first interview, second interview. Of course, like uh, I had like a uh, have a uh, 10 like a uh, interview. And then fortunately, I got a uh, one uh, offer in Niagara Force. Uh-huh. So we went to the, we went back to the Ottawa and then okay. we packaged our like stuff uh-huh. because we have a, a stuff there. And then we moved to the Niagara Force. My and okay. my position was junior accountant at that time. Mm-hmm. And I worked as junior accountant in, in that company. And then the owner see me uh, more valuable because mm-hmm. he is working very hard and the key is very good. So yep. our owner gave me the like a uh, senior uh, account position. So I also mm-hmm. belong to like a, a zoo company, zoo like a animal, like a zoo company. What do you and mean then, zoo company? Oh, we are selling the ticket, uh, sales ticket, and then I have to uh like uh taking care of like a uh, sales, and I mean also we purchase like animals, so we have to deal with like a uh, uh the purchase orders as in uh, like accounting side. So. Like, uh, they have a, a lot of things because, and also, like, uh, I needed to reconcile, like, a uh, cash and, like, a uh, ticket sales and, like, a uh, bank reconciliation or credit card reconciliation, anything. Like, um, I do everything because the owner see the, uh, my valuable, the owner have, like, uh, three companies. So that owner, like, uh, want me, wanted me to control three companies. So it means that, like, uh, I had, uh, like, uh, a lot of opportunity to learn different uh, industries in an accounting side. So like I was like, uh, having a good time, uh, with that company. And then I was learning a lot of like, um, accounting stuff. And my wife also decided to study, uh, paralegal because like, uh, she stopped studying the master because of two babies. And then mm-hmm. she realized that like, uh, if she graduate, like get the master degree, she cannot work like anything in Canada. So she realized, um, the real life and then she decided to paralegal so she pivoted too yes wow there's a lot of pivoting going on here kate yeah i know so that's why like oh like uh, many things happen to us so so we moved to the other place because uh we live in niagara first 
And then they have a um, in Niagara uh, region they have a Saint Catherine like it's a bigger city than Niagara Falls. Also, we uh, near live nearby like Hamilton. Hamilton city is also a big city. We decided to move like between Saint Catherine or uh, Hamilton because I want to move to the, the other company. Also, my wife also uh, want to get a job in Hamilton city or Saint Catherine. So, uh, because there was a funny thing. So. Uh, when I was studying accounting in Carlton University, my age was at the time, uh, I think uh, I was 36 or 37 years old. I was a really old guy because they are 19 years old, 18 years old. <laughs> and then I met uh, one girl, one lady uh, who is like uh, 27 years old at that time. And then we are uh, getting close. And then she uh, like uh, play with my kid. And then like uh, she always visit our, our house to play together. And then she was a really good, smart girl. She's Canadian, but like uh, her university was in Kuwait. And then okay. her experience in Kuwait. So she also needed need a degree in Canada. That's why she attended that university. And then we met together at the time she got a job giant tiger in ottawa after great cartoon university and then i just moved to the, like a niagara force and then i think it was like a two years okay and then suddenly she called me and then hey key you know like uh, we have one position in giant tiger so you can uh apply and so i thought like uh, it wasn't a qualified uh because like uh, the, when i see the job description they have a lot of things but the, she said anyway just submit and then I applied the, my uh, resume to the Giant Tiger. And then Giant Tiger called me, hey, we'll leave the, your resume and then we want to have an interview. And then I had an interview with them. After the review interview, they uh, suggested me, hey, Key, I know you were in senior uh, account position, but I think we, but the, you are not qualified as senior account position, but like uh, we have uh, one vacancy for junior account. So do you accept this job? And that. Of course, I accept uh, Giant Tiger because it was a fully remote job. Oh, so, excellent! Yeah, at that time, like uh, I commute to the like my uh, like a uh, the zoo company. Like uh, it was like a thirty minute driving, so mm. uh, uh, it was a hard you know to like a uh, drive to get there because my kid already grew up, so they uh, went to the daycare. So I need to pick pick them up, but uh, it taking a little bit of time. So I got a job uh, offer from Giant Tiger, and then I also I learned like uh, many things because they are big company. So and and like I think I worked like almost six months. But before I got a job offer in Giant Tiger, I uh, started to study CPA. Oh, good for you! Yes, and at that time I met uh, some Korean people because uh, I wanted to have a study group with Korean people. And one uh, lady was working at the government, I mean, CRA, so government, mm -hmm. federal, federal government. And then she suggested me, hey, Kim, uh, I think you're qualified. So you better like uh, submit, apply like a CR CRA. So, okay, I applied. And then mm -hmm. at the time, I got a job offer in Giant Tiger. And after eight months later, Giant Tiger, uh, like a uh, call me, you should move to Ottawa because uh, I, I because like uh, they want me to go to like two times like in the office and mm. three times like a remote job. Yeah. Uh, so to be honest, like uh, my Ian and Sean is uh, observing very well this area. And then my first son has a, a lot of fans. And then now like uh, uh, my, my first son started to speak English. Good. And Sean also. So I was thinking about that. Do we have to move to the hotel? Because also my wife also studied in Moha College in Hamilton at that time. So so it was really like a, a difficult situation. But what happened here? So then CRA called me and to have an interview. And then I got a job opportunity in CRA. So now I'm working in CRA. You're working at CRA. So was my oh. dream job. I decided to immigrate to Canada because like um I have language barriers. And then I have no idea about like, Canada and I, I don't have anyone, my parents, my career, my friend, my relatives. So I decide, but as you can listen to my um, personal story, I having a lot of like a difficult situation, Tonya, especially, you know, at the time, because I'm just like working at, as a researcher because I was looking for a job, but I finally 
was it like a six years? Uh, it was six years. It taking six years for me uh, to settle down in Canada. So I really want to say, be patient mm-hmm. and be brave and be positive. So why I telling the three uh, like a three word? Be patient. Okay. So my parents didn't want me to go to the United States. But uh, I was like studying, and then I showed proof. Hey, I, I have not studied English in like 12 years, and then like uh, my grade was so bad. But like I studied uh, this like a uh, SAT, like a uh, and the, the exam and English during military service. So, did you see my like a passion and like my like hard work? They realized that like uh, they are oh he can do it. So if they he can go to there, maybe he can do it. So. My parents sold their their house oh to prepare for my tuition. So people say like, "Oh, hi, you have money." Okay, okay. Especially my parents don't have any, didn't have any like, uh, they cannot retire anyway because they don't have money. So because of me, and and then I got a job opening LG, but they love it. But like, uh, I left the big company to small company, and then I decide to immigrate to Canada. So so I also made it. To go to the United States, I, I mean, my parents like appreciate uh, my passion to see my passion and everything. And then, like uh, in immigrant life, like uh, uh, I was studying, I was waiting for that. And then, because if I have a chance and I can uh, show my like uh, abilities and skills to them, so mm-hmm. like uh, I want to say, be patient because it takes like six years to settle down in Canada. Some people like uh, settle down one year. Some people like uh, two years. So what, but like, uh, maybe young people say, younger people say, Hey, you are foreigners. Do- doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's really hard because you guys grow up in Canada. You guys Canadian. So you know, Canada, Canada, a lot of things. It means that better than me. So you can find very easily compared to me. You can find very like, uh, uh, can do anything, everything compared to me. So be patient and be brave. Be brave. It means that no one go to like, uh, uh, difficult way because they want to go to the comfortable way. But if you go to a comfortable way, that's going to be good. But like, uh, that's good. But like, uh, if you have having time, they will lose the mind because they never have been difficult time. Be brave because a lot of people just take like the comfort zone, right? They just yeah. kind of stay in the comfort zone. But you're saying, come on, man, step out of the comfort zone. Be brave enough to do that. Yes. If you overcome this challenges, this difficult situation, you will have many things to live in your life. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that was me, like, uh, be brave because it was a really difficult situation and be positive, be patient, be brave, be positive. Like, uh, you have to think of like a very positive way. Like, um, don't think about negatively because I believe, uh, I don't know in English expression. I believe, uh, what I say. For example, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lucky guy. I'm a lucky guy. Let's just say, I mean, it's kind of a secret books like, uh, uh, from Ofra. So like, uh, I'm a lucky guy. I'm a lucky guy. So it means that sometimes, someday I will be lucky. But if I say I'm really bad, I'm really bad luck. I'm, I have a really bad luck. I really have a bad mm-hmm. luck. It means someday you are really in bad in your life. Yeah. So just like, I think I'll be positive. And then if you, positive people who are around you know about your positive so they will like you that's and right then they will help you yes so yes. that that's what i want to like i saw this to the younger uh people so like uh i know especially compared to my generation and the current generation totally different mm-hmm. situation because my age we can uh, work hard work. Mm-hmm. We can purchase a house. Yes, but this age, especially, it's really hard because like everything is like one million dollars per house. You know, true. I mean, true is true, right? You you cannot imagine in South Korea like everything is like uh like three million dollars over three million dollars. Like uh, I was lucky because I was a uh, eight seven years ago. Like uh, I had a May and then seven years ago it wasn't like uh uh it wasn't that more than like a one million dollars. Like, it was like a uh, 600 or 500 but now like 60 years later like everything is like three million dollars I mean, so that's why like that's why you guys have like a dream i know it's impossible but still have a dream and based on being positive being brave being pod- 
being patient. You will have like a good opportunities. You so, know, you're inspiring me too. Oh, really? Thank you. <laughs> yes, for sure. So then I'm wondering, because these are really important words, what are your top three values in, in life? What are the most important things for you? Okay, so I can say my love, self-love, okay. and, and change and openness. Change? Yeah, and, and openness. openness. Yes. Change. So what? Yes, change. Because change is related to be brave. Like, don't be afraid of changes in your life. And if you, okay, first, like self-love. So if you love yourself, you can do everything because you are proud of yourself. And then you are, you'll be like very good because you love yourself. Don't blame yourself. And based on this love will make everything is coming, doing come true. I mean, doing, doing come true. Openness. Why I pick up the openness? If we are open mind, you mm. can, accept many things to do and then you can learn uh from many things this means will make you change to be a good mm. or to like uh, your treasure your dream yes so it means this step will be approach your like achievement or your dream that's what i thought that's what i thought because uh of course if i i mean when i was in like a difficult situation oh my god because i have maybe my english problem or maybe maybe I'm Asian, or maybe I am like a something I'm stupid. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Like a yeah, I, because people always think about that, right? Because like it's in treasure. But when you think about this, but you have to immediately change your mind again. Like oh no, I can do it. I can do it because I know Canadian people like a like a if only one person like me, I will have chance. Mm. That's what I thought. If one person accept me to work in their company. Mm-hmm. At least I have a Canadian experience and I can show my ability to them. Yeah. So that's why this is a really important uh, love yourself, self-love, changes and openness. That kind of says everything that's been happening to you in the past few years. Yeah, yes, that's that's why that's why I was like uh, thinking about that. Huh. Uh, of my life so so i just like uh think of this uh work so that's why like i can like overcome like this difficult situation wow yeah so i'm a quote kind of gal i love quotes motivational quotes do you have a quote that you really like yeah love myself love myself so that's the foundation for you yeah so I always talk to my sons. I mean, even though they are young, love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. No. Because, because sometimes some uh, one day, like Ian, um, his first son, like Ian came to me, hey, Papa, oh yes, I want to play with my friend, but I cannot. Why you cannot? Because I cannot speak English. Oh. So I, hey, Ian, don't be afraid. You just can't say Korean to them. Doesn't matter because you are Korean and Canadian. You are, we speaking Korean in our home, but the, in outside, we probably speak English, but you are young. You will learn English very fast, better than me, better than your mom. And they will like you because you want to try to your best, do your best. So don't ashamed of yourself. Just love yourself. Okay. Yeah. So that's how I was told. And then like, uh, but now like she can speak English very well. So not very well, but like uh, speak English a little bit. So now he had a lot of fun. So I love yourself. Love myself. Also, uh, my wife also got a job right now. Wonderful. Yes. The before she got a job, she was also in difficult situation because she, she was blaming herself. So I would say, love yourself. You are smart. Don't worry about it. You, are, you, your English is very good, better than me. Like, uh, you don't have any language uh, problem in here. So don't think about that. Even though you study in like a low, doesn't matter. Someone like you, and then someone hire you. So don't worry about that. Love yourself. Love yourself. That's why, like, I love myself. I love this word. This is my motivational quote. I'm smiling, just <laughs> grinning ear to ear. And this just makes me 
remember all of our all of our conversations and you're just such a lovely guy and i'm so glad you guys came to canada i'm so glad you found your way back to ottawa and you've experienced part of the country i have never experienced i've never been to newfoundland labrador uh-huh. so yeah i think that it's it's pretty cool that you've been to these different places i'm so incredibly proud of you uh, so for working at that CRA. And you know, even though I'm no longer at OCSO, I'm always caring about the Finn folks. So when you're comfortable over there, you've been there for a few years, oh, yeah. you may yeah. want to be your mentor in the Finn mentorship program. Yeah, sure. See, I'm never I'm never going to stop that, man. I, I, I believe so strongly in that. Oh my goodness. I'm just smiling so much. Uh, thank you thank so you, much yeah. for coming here and hanging out with 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 us on the playground today and i'm just super excited i'm gonna keep on you know checking up on you and seeing how things are going change your uh yep. thank you so much key and i'll look forward to being to ha- having a, a chat in person someday and yep. um you know i know you're a busy dad and um but it'll be nice you take good care of yourself and your family, okay? Yeah, thank you so much, Tonya. Like, um, I really appreciate like um you having me, and then you gave me this opportunity to share my uh, personal story, and I really like uh miss uh our chat uh in Osiso. Also, I really like appreciate your books. Sometimes, like um, I read like well when I was like um hard time because there was like a very motivational like a word and sentence so i I really appreciate and then thank you so much for sure thank you so much for sharing this this means a lot and it's very very inspiring okay thank you talk soon talk soon yes have a good night tonya you too bye-bye bye-bye Thank you so much, Kijung, for sharing your story, your thoughts, your inspiration with us today. And two words, Canadian experience. You know, I've been working with immigrants for a very long time now, and I can't even count the number of times that I have seen incredible people being confronted with this. Numbers are numbers. Why in the world would we need to have Canadian experience if we're an accountant? If we're an accountant, we do numbers. We like numbers. We work well with numbers. That's our world. Numbers are numbers, people. Anyway, I just get ridiculously annoyed by this whole obstacle. Someone I was speaking to last week mentioned missed opportunities. My gosh, how many missed opportunities did the employers who chose not to hire him because of his lack of Canadian experience? And then off he goes to Newfoundland and Labrador, way past Happy Valley Goose Bay, and he's there for a short amount of time, but boom, he's got Canadian experience. Why does that have more validity in employers' eyes than five or ten years of experience working in a multinational company? I can't figure it out. I'm really sad for the Canadian employers who choose not to hire immigrants. And Kijung is just a, a fantastic example. He's now working in Canadian Revenue Agency. There you go. The CRA was able to see and uh, appreciate his skills and his strengths. Like, I really don't get it. So there you were with us on the playground today, and you got to hear about Kijung's journey to Canada and how he left behind his family, his friends, his employment, his world that was South Korea, and he came to Canada, and he tried to figure out where he could work. He got 
an opportunity to do volunteer work at OCSO, which is where our paths crossed, and I'm very grateful for that. And then he went on to study accounting at Carleton University, and he found jobs. He applied for 300 jobs when he, when he graduated, and he heard from one company. One. And then, after he came back from that, he applied to 20, and he got 10 interviews with that amount of Canadian work experience. And it just boggles my mind. And I'm glad he took advantage of, of networking with people, with connecting with people, from, with learning from people. And I appreciate so much his opinions of self-care and the idea of be patient, be brave, be positive, demonstrate self-love, demonstrate and have openness, be open to change. I hope you've been inspired as I have by Key's experiences and his love of Canada and his desire to be there for his family. Uh, and I don't know about you, but I got to tell you, I'd like to talk to his wife and hear all about her pivots as well. And I'm just really happy that uh, Key and his family are here with us and they're part of the Canadian, the Canadian culture, the Canadian family. I hope you learned a little bit about the whole Korean school system and how things go over there. I'm really glad that you were that you were with us during this time and I appreciate Key's openness and I'm incredibly excited to welcome my next guest on next week's episode of the Playground Project. Uh, until then, Please do share the Playground Project with a friend, with a buddy who may need some inspiring. And until next week, be patient, be brave, be positive, and we will jump into the future together. 